everybody, welcome to another episode of HP Critical HP Podcast, where my friends and I talk all things gaming. I'm Drown, and I'm joined by Brandon. Hey. And Kelly. Hello, everyone. And possibly through the stream, we might get a game, but we'll see. He's a little indisposed at the moment, but we might end up finding a... Assuming he doesn't, but I, I think he will. But assuming what he literally joined us, literally just in time. That's so crazy. That is so amazing. Ready. Fuck what so I was ready. gonna say. Just let's keep going. So for anyone listening, Gabe is joining us right now. Like perfect timing. It's really weird. What's good, everybody? <laughs> It's like literally perfect timing. Yeah, so you know, Brandon's here, Kelly's here, and Gabe is here. We have the full Ooh. cast again. Woo! Even uh, though so, I'm not gonna lie, hold on, I might. Can you guys hear me fine? Yeah, I mean, you okay. No, okay, I might switch to the computer then because I'm using the iPad, I'm using the Bluetooth thing. That's a little Weird. I mean, we can hear you. It sounds okay. I hear. mean, it doesn't sound great. It's not as it sounds okay. yeah. It's not as good as you usually sound, but you sound fine. Don't switch. Right, We've so, already started. I mean, We're starting right now. Yeah. Anyway, so the first thing is the biggest thing uh, that I want to talk about. We talked about it a little bit. What? What? No. Okay. Go, go, go. Okay. So we talked a little bit about it last week, but I definitely want to devote a lot more time to what's happening with Blizzard right now because uh, Kelly's back. So the podcast crew is here and a lot of new developments have happened. So that's what we're going to be talking about first. And then we're going to get to a lot of, and then we're going to get to a lot of the uh, video game news for the week. Uh, so I'm just going to go through a timeline. Uh, I'm going to try to make it in order, but I'm not sure it's going to be in order. We're going to do our best, but I'm going to kind of just go through a little bit of a timeline of everything that's happened so far. So just as an addendum, uh, before we get into the Blizzard stuff, there is a tweet from Steven Totillo, which says nearly 500 current and former Ubisoft workers from 32 studios have signed an open letter in solidarity with Activision Blizzard workers and calling out Ubisoft management for its handling of its misconduct scandals over the past years. So uh, for anyone who has been on any of our socials, you will have seen that we put out a post saying that we will not be covering anything from Ubisoft or Activision Blizzard. And uh, for anyone uh, confused as to why Ubisoft was also a part of that tweet <clears throat> and social media post. This is why, because these uh, these um, workers also had, not only do they agree with us, but they also had some issues that we did talk about in a previous podcast. Um, so I'm not going to go too much into that because I don't want this to be too long, but I do want to do a lot of uh, in-depth stuff with just how how people handle situations in the workplace and how fucked up it is. Oh, how fudged up it is, excuse me. Uh, so in this letter, Ubisoft said, we believe you, we stand with you, and we support you. It should no longer be a surprise to anyone, employees, executives, journalists, or fans, that these heinous acts are going on. It is time to stop being shocked. We must demand real steps be taken to prevent them. Those responsible must be held accountable for their actions. Organizers say the letter's signatories come from 32 of Ubisoft Studio in Asia, Europe, and North America. It will be sent to company management, including CEO Yves Guillemot. Anybody know how to say his name properly? So I Yves Guillemot. No. Oh, you were pretty close. close. Thank you. <clears throat> the Ubisoft group says it is frustrated by the company's actions since last summer's cascade of accounts about sexual misconduct and toxic working conditions at many studios. Quote, we have stood by and watched as you fired only the most public offenders. You let the rest either resign or worse, promoted them, moved them from studio to studio, team to team, giving them second chance after second chance with no repercussions. This cycle needs to stop. The workers call for a seat at the table when it comes to deciding how to move forward from here. 
so <clears throat> Ubisoft dismissed or parted ways last year with several senior men at the company who were accused of misconduct, including its chief creative officer. Officials pointed to the appointment of new executives responsible for diversity and anti-harassment initiatives and the revision and enforcement <clears throat> excuse me, of its code of conduct as concrete actions over the past year. I personally don't think that's enough because as soon as you read that you know, the, the biggest offenders have just been moved from studio to studio and kept because of whatever reason. That already, to me, is a problem in itself. So I just wanted, that's from axios.com <clears throat> by Steven Totoro. So I wanted to start with that. I know we talked a little bit about Ubisoft. Um, it seems like they've done something to handle this, but really quickly, what do you guys think about what I just read? That's not new to me. Um, <clears throat> I, in, in my company, it's not necessarily like sexual um, allegations that cause somebody to be moved. But in my company, I do see a lot of, you know, managers that we, you know, they don't work well with the rest of the team. And it's like, hey, this person's really bad at what they're doing. And like, you know, something needs to be done. So instead of, you know, demoting them or, you know, putting them in a position that would better suit them, they get sent to another station, usually with a promotion. So it's like, that's not necessarily new to me of being moved somewhere else to avoid, I guess, making the employees there feel, you know, un, in this case, uncomfortable. Yeah. Ben and Kelly, anything before I continue on? Um, I mean, I don't know. It's just like to hear about these things. It's just like, I'm glad that, you know, the company that I work for now is like not like I haven't experienced this, I guess yet, but I just, um, it's really kind of shitty because like people want to work in games so bad and like to just have like your experience be so bad and have those people that are in the industry treat you so bad. And then you just like, you want to stay there and you just feel like shit. And the people you see them moving up and you're not, and then, you know, you're getting passed over opportunities or they're just getting to go to a different team whenever they've made your life, like, probably a living hell. It's just, I don't know. It's really, it, it's just, I know how it would feel to yeah. me to just be treated like that. And then just, like, you want to work for Ubisoft. And so you're trying, but you're just putting up with bullshit. So I don't, I don't know. I commend these people for, you know, speaking up, honestly. Yeah, and standing in solidarity with uh, Blizzard Activision. Yeah, Activision for sure. <clears throat> and the worst part, you know, is that, Brandon, are you muted? Were you saying something? No, 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 I wasn't. Oh, okay. The worst part for me is that, um, you know, Nintendo now has a partnership with Ubisoft and they've got this Mario game. Um, what's it called? Mario and Rabbids, the, the new one that's coming out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they've got that whole little franchise and how excited they were to be a part of that. And I think that's awesome. But it's also like, you don't hear these types of accusations coming from a company like Nintendo mm -hmm. or Square Enix or any other Japanese studio. Honestly, honestly. the opposite. Like they've been doing like better, like amazing things. More. Yes, yeah, they've been like going diversity. above and beyond. Yeah, so they've been like, doing literally the fucking opposite yeah so it's really such a shame when this stuff happens um <clears throat> but now let's move on to uh, activision blizzard if that's okay with you guys yeah. so of course there was that huge lawsuit that we talked a little bit about last week which included you know um uh sexual harassment racism unfortunately even more including suicide of um uh female employees um which 
it just was a really, really bad situation. So a lot has happened since then. There's been a lot of developments. So I'm going to talk a little bit about them and then we'll just have a chat on some tough stuff and then we'll move on to a lot more gaming news that happened this week. So Activision Blizzard employees have called leadership response to their harassment suit abhorrent and insulting. This was this came out after uh, Blizzard put out a statement. Uh, well, not Blizzard. Um, the leadership at Blizzard put out a statement that I'm going to summarize, which basically said all of this stuff happened in the past. It's not like that anymore. Blizzard is a great place to work. And this was put out by, um, I forgot her name, but she's a, a new female employee, I think. I can't remember. I'm sure I'll find it for you guys throughout this podcast. Uh, but basically she said, this is all in the past. Blizzard isn't bad. I love working here. This is a great place to be now, et cetera, et cetera. And this is of course, one of those lovely tactics of getting, you know, women are complaining find the one woman who's happy and put her in the front so she can say some positive things. Um, and then we're all just also just going to deny everything bad that happened. So <clears throat> the letter says that Activision Blizzard, Activision Blizzard's response to allegations of harassment and sexism at the company damaged our ongoing quest for equality inside and outside of our industry, cast doubt on our organization's ability to hold accusers accountable for their actions, and makes it clear that our leadership is not putting our values first. This is from Polygon.com that has an excerpt of it. And this says, a part of it says, we believe these statements have damaged our ongoing quest for equality inside and outside of our industry, categorizing the claims that have been made as distorted and in many cases false. Creates a company atmosphere that disbelieves victims. It also casts doubt on our organization's ability to hold accusers accountable for their actions and foster a safe environment for victims to come forward in the future. These statements make it clear that our leadership is not putting our values first. Immediate corrections are needed from the highest level of our organization. Um, we call for official statements that recognize the seriousness of these allegations and demonstrate compassion for victims of harassment and assault. We call on Frances Townsend to stand by her word to step down as executive sponsor of the AKB Employee Women's Network as a result of the damaging na nature of her statement. That was her name, by the way, Frances Townsend. Uh, we call on the executive leadership team to work with us on new and meaningful efforts that ensure employees, as well as our community, have a safe place to speak out and come forward. We stand with all our friends, teammates, and colleagues, as well as the members of our dedicated community. We've experienced mistreatment or who have experienced, uh, excuse me, who have experienced mistreatment or harassment of any kind. We will not be silenced. We will not stand aside, and we will not give up the. Uh, until the company we love is a workplace we can all feel proud to be a part of. Again, we will be the change. So that is excerpt from the letter of the uh, 800 plus employee that more than 800 employees have signed in an open letter to leadership based on their response, which was essentially like I mentioned them saying, hey, all of this is swept under the rug. None of this is happening anymore. Essentially, this letter is just saying your open statement obviously makes it seem like we're lying, like the things that we're saying happened aren't happening, that you're not believing us when we're saying it's happening and you're ignoring what we need for change. So how do you guys feel about more than 800 Blizzard employees coming together to sign this letter? That's a lot. Like, I mean, how many do they even have? Actually, I'm going to look that up. How many employees do they even have? Like, I, it's funny that their first statement was that this didn't happen because it was a two-year investigation. Investigation, exactly. Literally on two <clears throat> years that, I don't know who spent, I don't know who investigated it, to be honest. The thing is, when that. you have someone who committed suicide on a work trip, there's literally nothing you can tell me after that to say that something's no. not wrong. Like, you can't no. just come out and say everything's fine now. Like, that. that is, that is, like, 
Uh, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> and what's crazy is that it, it like why did we not even know about it? Mm-hmm. Like why did we not know? Why was it hidden? What like I don't like I don't think it just happened. You know, I I just like I don't know. I don't know why I'm surprised. Like I I I really was hoping because I like Call of Duty enough. Like I was hoping that literally people that made the games weren't the same people that play the fucking games. Like I was hoping that I could separate those two out, but apparently I can't. And I just I really wish that you know you could just work at a fucking job and not get harassed like it would just be great or not fucking kill yourself on on a business trip like on it literally while you're on a business trip I can't even like I, I honestly I know there's a giant lawsuit but I don't know what would even come of it like the person's already gone like what they're gonna get money now like what the person took their life like it's they're not coming back you know it's it's one of those things where like okay their family might get some money but what is that solving and especially like the whole frat boy culture it's what it's what we see all the time like i'm not even surprised anymore that this is happening like if you hear of it happening at a college or a video game company it makes no difference i don't feel surprised this is just something that i'm like oh seems legit a bunch of men working together okay yep and I, I mentioned last week too that and I'm going to say it again, this is exactly why you foster the type of community that you have, right? So like, this is why Call of Duty gets away with racist and sexist players, because guess what? The people making the game are racist and sexist. Same thing with Overwatch. This is why when you report, you know, someone calling you racist names or being misogynistic or homophobic and literally nothing happens across Overwatch and Call of Duty, I mean, this is literally why, because the people who are in charge of making sure that doesn't happen are the same people perpetrating these these issues so yeah, to to talk just about 800 people coming forward and signing this i think this is very similar to the ign situation where it's really difficult i think for some people to be able to come forward and you know stand tall and affirm that they know that this is wrong because a lot of times people who get hired at uh, companies like blizzard are either going to be flown to California, they have to relocate, they've got families, they've got, you know, so many different things that come along with uh, working there. Plus, they're working at a place they've always wanted to work. So putting all of that together, and then still, you know, having the guts to make a decision to sign this letter, because you know, something isn't, isn't right. I think, you know, all, all 800 plus employees should definitely be proud of themselves for being able to do that. Uh, because, you know, that's putting, essentially, a lot of them could be putting their livelihood on the line right now. And I don't know how easy it is to go to another studio and get the same position that you had before. Hell, you can't go to Ubisoft. Like, I don't know, like, where else, I don't even know where else you're going to go, right? Uh, especially I mean, if you have a specific set. Uh, yeah, like, especially if you have a specific set of skills, right? Like, you're, you're lead character designer at Blizzard, and, you know, you sign this letter, you're no longer lead character designer at Blizzard, like, what's next, right? Like, I'm sure the job has great perks when you work there, aside from, obviously, all the horrible things, but, like, Blizzard's a huge company. Blizzard and Activision is a huge company, so you would assume that, okay, actually, I'm done. Anyone else? <laughs> 
about the question, by the way, was just, or the statement was, how do you feel about these 800 plus people coming forward and signing this uh, petition? Yeah, like you said, Jarrell, it's definitely a a good uh, show of solidarity because, um, it, you know, it, it, it just, it just shocks me the gall that the, the, the balls that these like business heads have to look at this investigation with all this evidence and just be like, nah, it did not. <laughs> it's just like, and apparently, you know, so many companies just get away with um, both figurative and literal murder at times. And so for people to like literally protest about uh, about something that's like actively going on, something that's come to light, something that deeply troubles them, and for good reason, they're coming out together to like show to sh- show this um you know support and make sure that their message is clear and that lasting changes. Because you know, obviously, the company itself, Activision Blizzard, is deeply, deeply toxic right now. But the fact that 800 people are standing in solidarity like this obviously shows that there is some good in there. And they want so desperately just to make sure that the company is somewhere that they can be proud to work at. Because like you said, it's not easy to like go from one job in a game industry to another. It's very difficult, especially if you have a very specific job that this Mm -hmm. company needed you for. Um, So it's in there. It's, it. you know, for better or for worse, you could say what you will, but it is in their best interest to stay in that company, especially if that is their dream job of gaming. When you have something bad, I don't think, you know, a lot of people, it's easy for a lot of people to say, just leave the company if you know it's bad. It's just not a realistic option for so many people. The better option is to try to foster change from within so you can hopefully repair the damaged image and make the place that you work at a good place. You know, if you live if you live somewhere, like I'll give an example. If you live in like a community and you really like it there and then somebody comes into your community that's like really causing trouble, your, your, your first thought process is not going to be like, oh shit, I guess we got to leave now. This company, this, this yeah. uh, community is no longer great. You'll want to like, try to solve the problem that's there so it can go back to being the place that it was that it was or you thought it was you know yeah so i i i do um i do applaud them for taking this uh stance and trying to make things better i they they, they to say they have an uphill battle is a grave grave understatement but they gotta try right because you can't just leave it like that as it is like activision blizzard like a, a lot of people would just say, oh, the whole company's just burned. Realistically, that's not going to happen. So the best best case scenario I can see happening is them trying to not the not the company heads. I have no faith in them. My what I'm saying, the best thing to do is like the people working there to make their you know place they work better. You know, the thing is, people are still getting hired currently right now yes. at Blizzard, like at this moment. So it's a very interesting thing to see, like, okay, this person literally just got hired to work at Blizzard in the middle of this situation, right? And, you know, their response is, I've always wanted to work here. I'm going to hope that, you know, this investigation's happening and things are going to be better uh, while I'm there. And, I, you know, I, ho- I hope the best for them but um speaking of internally um don't know if you guys saw this but um activision and joshua tob were they held a meeting to address recent lawsuit and allegations within uh with employees and activision was pushing for internal handling of these issues and they were planning on fighting the lawsuit that was uh from july 26 or a few days ago so speaking of internally they were attempting to internally handle this which i mean one, it's too late. Two, we all know how internal uh, uh, internal investigations go. But oh yeah, 
to no one's surprise, production on World of Warcraft was halted because of uh, the Activision Blizzard lawsuit. Uh, there was a new Overwatch map that was uh, meant to come out recently during the Summer Games Fest that was also halted. Uh, so obviously this uh, a lot of this is affecting the business over at um, Blizzard and Activision. Do you guys have any thoughts on that? I actually do. Uh, like, um, it's somewhat shocking and is quite telling that this, uh, this, uh, all these allegations coming to light, um, is so damning that they're actually halting plans because so often in the past, whenever Activision Blizzard has been under fire for some shit that they, they post did, something, yeah, they post something like here's this, uh, here's this uh, queer character, here's Overwatch 2, just yep. like they'll announce shit that they're not even ready to announce, yep, to, to save face when shit goes down. So the fact that they're realize that, that oh shit we're really in trouble now that they realize that just putting another map in overwatch is not going to solve the problem they must understand that they they've really stepped on a fucking landmine this time mm-hmm. um <clears throat> so moving on with this unless kelly gabe you guys have anything to say i can move on okay great uh, um i feel like i had something but now i forgot it's fine move on. oh no i'm sorry if it was my it's fault, okay um no i'm drinking wine it's not your fault <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so not only did 800 of these employees sign this petition, but, um, they also organized a walkout, which happened yesterday, I believe, um, as, as the day of this yeah. recording. Yes. Um, so Activision Blizzard hosted a walkout organizers. They released a statement and response to CEO Bobby Kotick's email to staff in which she described the company's response as tone deaf. Um, I'm going to read that to you. On the evening before our employee walkout, Activision Blizzard leadership released a statement apologizing for their harmful responses to last week's lawsuit. While we are pleased to see that our collective voices, including an open letter with thousands of signatures from current employees, have convinced leadership to change the tone of their communications, this response fails to address critical elements at the heart of employee concerns. Activision Blizzard's response did not address the following the end of forced arbitration for all employees, worker participation and oversight of hiring and promotion policies, the need for greater pay transparency to ensure equality, and employee selection of a third party to audit HR and other company processes. Today's walkout will demonstrate that this is not a one-time event that our leaders can ignore. We will not return to silence. We will not be placed by the same processes that led us to this point, or placated, excuse me, by the same processes. This is the beginning of an enduring movement in favor of better labor, labor conditions for all employees, especially women, in particular women of color and transgender women, non-binary people, and other marginalized groups. We expect a response and a commitment to action from leadership on the points enumerated above, and look forward to maintaining a constructive dialogue on how to build a better Activision Blizzard for all employees. Today we stand up for change. Tomorrow and beyond, we will be the change. Any thoughts on that letter? Yeah, I think it's 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 pretty telling because like Bobby Kotek's uh, statement was pr- was a pretty non-statement for being perfectly real, because it's just PR speakers like like damn we messed up. Here's what we're going to do better, but don't actually address the things that you were blamed for. And then, of course, this follow-up letter uh, actually addressed the things that he didn't mention, mm-hmm. which is the most important stuff. So, yeah. like, you know, you, you know, 
you can't if if someone if someone like it's like he's offering an apology, but he doesn't like mean it. Like it's not sincere. It's it's the and even if it wasn't sincere, I don't think that would fix a damn thing. If we're being perfectly honest, at all. But the fact, but the fact that that it's not sincere just makes it even that much worse. That you know those important details are not even being mentioned. Like oh boy, it's like before even start recording this podcast, bro. Every new thing you read makes this whole situation worse. Worse, they're literally. De- they're de- they're like desperately trying to like climb out of the hole, but then they just like slip and then they land in the bottom of the hole, and then it just then it just becomes a deeper hole. Because there's out literally because the to be honest, when something like this happens, like a huge company like this, you can't admit guilt because legally they're in the like, lawsuit. You're yeah. liable. Yeah, they're in a lawsuit, so it's kind of a slippery slope. Like you have to keep your fans appeased that you're admitting you're wrong without, like you're not allowed to talk about the stuff that you're in a lawsuit for. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like you're not really probably allowed to say it um, like publicly or you don't want to admit guilt because what if you win? Like, you don't want to be like, yeah, right? oh, we did this. <laughs> we and then you we're under, we're under duress. Like, yeah, so like, um, it, it kind of is like a slippery slope and I understand why they want to say it without not really saying it. Like we apologize, but like they are in a legal battle. Like that's the only reason that I think the statement is like what it is. They can't really admit it yet because they're in the lawsuit. I, I don't agree I, with that I, at all. You're 100% right, I, Kelly. You are 100% right. Well, legally but if I'm you are a right, good person, yeah. I don't like If you it. were yeah. just a good person, you would own up to the shit that you fucked up with, right? But like, they're not good people. But I don't. But I don't we know agree. that. But that's, but that's yeah. no, no. But that's that's what that's what I'm disagreeing with. The fact that the only reason they're not owning up to it is because they're in a legal battle. I think they're not owning up to it because they're just also pieces of shit. Like it's not just because oh, they're sure. in a legal battle. But I'm just definitely because in a lawsuit, no, yeah, no, 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 I get it. I get it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, no, no, I get it. But you said you said I think the only reason they're not admitting is because they're in a lawsuit, and I don't think that's the only reason. It's the main reason, but I definitely think there's a lot of other reasons, and part of that being reasons, they're sacks of shit. Well, I'm so. sure that there's other reasons, but like when you're in a lawsuit, you can't just be admitting yeah, that. Like I, just I, because it's I, I, not I the it. only reason, like it's, it's it. like the biggest, most insane reason that you would not admit it. Well, the good thing is you're both saying the same thing, <laughs> and um, so I don't know. Yeah, so you're both saying the same thing, and I actually agree with both of you. Um, I think that they are pieces of shit, so they wouldn't agree anyway, but I mean, um, it just, it sucks. But also, to tie more things on this, uh, Activision Blizzard is being investigated by shareholders amid their share slump, which I mean, of course they're going to have a share slump because they're in the middle oh, yeah. of a legal battle. Uh, and so this is over from BG247.com, and it says- I'm about to buy some. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Never mind. I'm not gonna comment on that. You do what you want with your money. I'm not uh, gonna so... lie though. I thought I was muted. <laughs> oh my god! All okay, right. Well, anyways. that's gonna be in there. Uh, so. This is an article from VG247.com. Uh, I'm going to quote a little bit of it. It says, the company at large has been rocked by the lawsuit brought by the state of California over allegations of harassment and bullying last week, prompting Activision CEO Bobby Kotick to respond in an open letter to employees enforcing work on World of Warcraft to grant a halt. Um, this is not what I wanted to read. Okay, here it is. Shareholders' rights law firm uh, is investigating Activision Blizzard to determine whether certain Activision officers and directors violated the Securities Exchange Act of 1934 
and breached their fiduciary duties to the company, according to a note shown on Business Wire. Pre-market stats suggest that the shares are starting to rally, albeit slightly, but overall Activision Blizzard stock have dropped as much as 7% on Tuesday as the legal mess continued to get stickier. So not only are you guys dropping um, stocks, but you're also, you know, in a legal battle. So it's only going to get worse. And then you've halted production on a lot of your products too. So like I mentioned, things just get worse and worse. Um, so there's something else here from Eurogamer.net. And the title of this is Blizzard confirms former Warcraft boss fired for misconduct in his treatment of his employees. Uh, so this is another big one because um, if I'm not mistaken, this guy was one of the people named in the lawsuit. Also, there are a bunch of people like Mike Morheim and um, God, what is that guy's name? I can't remember his name now, but if I find it later, I will tell you guys. But there are a bunch of uh, previous employees that worked there. Chris Metzen, uh, Mike Morham and Chris Metzen both had statements to put out about how they want people to uh, be better and have a better industry. And a lot of people have also just been saying to them, hey, you guys were there during the era that this was happening. You did absolutely nothing and now you left and now you want to talk about being positive and being nice and we kind of don't buy it anymore right like you had an opportunity at the time to change things and then you let things get as bad as they are so nobody's getting slack and honestly I'm loving it nobody deserves any type of slack for what's happening and I think we mentioned last week but I hope that there is some jail time that comes along with everything that's happened in this situation because it's totally something that is deserved Um, now let me go back to the article from Eurogamer.net. Former World of Warcraft senior creative director Alex Afrasiabi uh, was fired last summer following an internal investigation Activision Blizzard has now said. Uh, his departure had been known, though the details surrounding it, including new and disturbing details of a 2013 BlizzCon hotel room nicknamed the Cosby Suite, which we're going to go into a little bit more um, about in a second, have only now been publicly confirmed following a Kotaku report. In a statement issued to Kotaku last night, an Activision Blizzard spokesperson revealed an internal investigation into the Cosby suite had taken place in June of 2020, which is, by the way, this happened in 2013. So the fact that an investigation about this Cosby suite didn't happen until 2020 is already an issue. But to continue. Uh, placed in June 2020 following a separate investigation of Afrasiabi. As a result, he was terminated for his misconduct and treatment of other employees. Uh, Afrasiabi and the Cosby Suite are both named in the lawsuit filed by the state of California against Activision Blizzard, which alleges a frat boy culture at the World of Warcraft developer. The lawsuit alleges that he is, uh, he harassed, his harassment of females was so well known, his suite was nicknamed the Cosby Suite after alleged rapist Bill Cosby. Uh, conflicting accounts co- collated by Kotaku suggest the hotel suite alternative, alternatively got its nickname from looking outdated, like Cosby's sweater, but also that Cosby's reputation, even in 2013, was also a factor. So, do I want to talk? No, I'm going to finish this. Okay. The report includes alleged screenshots of various social media posts by Afrasiabi and other Blizzard employees, which appear to show the hotel suite, a stash of alcohol, and a group of employees posing with a photograph of Bill Cosby while lying on a bed. Alleged screenshots of a group chat from the BlizzCon 2013 titled BlizzCon Cosby Crew included the following exchange. Quote, I am gathering the hot chicks for the cause, the Cosby suite. You can't marry all of them, Alex. I can. I'm Middle Eastern. 
a response labeled as from Afra Siabi. Um, you misspelled fuck reads another person's reply. And that is to say you can't have, you, you can't marry all of them as in you can't fuck all of them. Um, he was approached for comment by Kotaku but has not responded by the publication. Uh, I'm gonna stop there. If you wanna read that, head over to VG24. So I'm sorry, yourgamer.net, excuse me. That's written by Tom Phillips. Uh, so let's talk real quick about the Cosby suite. So they say that it's because the hotel looks so run down. That's why the, 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 just tell me, what do you guys think? I love how it's like, so a lot of these people that are in this like text message is like, are, are like. Are the same people that are apologizing and saying do better right now, by the way. The same people right. and, are the same ones in and, this, in this. And, and stating Text that they support the, they support the walk activists walk out all that all that stuff and mm -hmm. then this evidence just comes out of all those things they said this is the, like the equivalent of them be uh, just the, like showing the evidence of them saying and be like that ain't me yep <laughs> yeah just like it's it's hilarious just so, like it's sad but it's also hilarious just like them like being this two faced about it and so blatant about their and what well, their action in the past how blatant they were like. You know, it just more comes to surface as this is going on, and we just learn more and more and more how bad it really is. Like we got the surface of it a few days ago when we had our last podcast, and boy, surface describes it well because we just keep digging and just you find out how dirty it just keeps getting, and it just there's just more, more and more as we keep digging, and it's like that's you know it it, it it's really. I don't know what else I could say. It's just like the more you find out, it just it just gets it just gets worse, man. I really don't know what else to say. I'm I'm starting to lose lose vocabulary here. So something else that's just wonderful, and I say that very sarcastically, is that um in that picture, someone has already called out that uh one of Blizzard's HR representatives was also in this photo of holding Bill Cosby up and was oh. assumedly also a part of this. So the reason okay. that your lovely HR is doing absolutely nothing about all of this is because one of your HR representatives is a part of this. Um and yeah, I'm going to if you guys don't mind, I'm going to go into a little bit more of this, unless you want to say something right now. I just want to say one thing. Okay, so we were talking about how over 800 employees had signed the petition, right? Did you find out how many? Okay, so there's 9,500 employees at Blizzard, but 800 is actually a low number, and that yesterday it was updated that more than 2,000 2000, people had signed. Yeah. Yes, so thank you. Um, update on the 800, it's over 2,000, which is like... God, a quarter of, or of almost a quarter of their yeah. employees. Like, um, so that is up there now. Um, yeah, I just wanted to like uh, give a little update there. But yeah, go on with the HR person being involved. That is <laughs> new information. Yeah, I will uh, continue right now. So, um, Afra Saibi worked on World of Warcraft beginning in 20, 2004. He designed some of its biggest quests and eventually became a creative director on the 2016 Legion and 2018 Battle for Azeroth expansions. He is also the only person outside of Blizzard President J. Allen Brack outright named in the lawsuit, a fact that's made it easy for many to try to distance themselves from his actions. Uh, this is from Kotaku.com. Uh, here's a quote. During a company event, an annual convention called BlizzCon, 
Afro Saibi would hit on female employees, telling him he wanted to marry them, attempting to kiss them, and putting his arms around them. The complaint reads, this was in plain view of other male employees, including supervisors who had to intervene and pull him off of female employees. Afro Siabi was so known to engage in harassment of females that his suite was nicknamed the Crosby Suite after alleged rapist Bill Crosby. Um, but the Cosby Suite was more than just a nickname, as we mentioned earlier. Um, based on images and comments posted on his Facebook, supplied by Kotaku by a former developer at Blizzard. Um, so a former developer was like, hey, Kotaku, here's all the evidence. We love it. Um, it was reportedly a booze-filled meeting place where many, including uh, Afro Siabi, would pose with an actual portrait of Bill Cosby while smiling. It was also a hotspot for informal networking at BlizzCon. Uh, three sources told Kotaku where people looking to make inroads at the company would go to meet and hang with some of its top designers. Which like, I can only imagine wanting to get in further with the company going here and then this is the environment that you see. I actually was at a, I don't actually know if I can talk about that. I was at a, a developer thingamabob once and I was like, y'all are trash and I left and I left without my swag bag and I don't read that website anymore. Y'all know who y'all are. Anyway, uh, sorry, I'm gonna move on. So uh, another image from the same Facebook album showed a screenshot of a 2013 group chat called the BlizzCon Cosby Crew, which is what we were talking about a little bit earlier, gathering the hot chicks for the cause. Um, but the, speaking of the HR, uh, the captions on the screenshot suggest the album hails from gatherings held for BlizzCon 2013 in a hotel room that was repeatedly referred to as the Cosby Suite in comments. The captions and comments are both written by and refer by name to other employee uh, Blizzard employees, the picture show. Um, one ex-Blizzard source familiar with the people presented in the pictures identified an HR representative as one of the Blizzard employees present in the hotel. So if you see the, the, the picture everywhere, I think on Twitter, they've already called him out and named who he was, um, but, one of the HR representatives for Blizzard at the time was also a part of this uh, Cosby crew situation. Um, now, I am going to ask you guys a few questions moving on from this, unless there's anything that you wanna talk about, the fact that we also know that there was an HR representative that was a part of this as well. It just buys in more to that thing you've been hearing more and more. HR isn't for you, it's for the company. 100%. Um, so there's been, um, I, I don't, I don't think I have, okay. Yeah. So last week, current Blizzard president, Jay Allen Brack called the allegations in the legal complaint troubling in an email that he sent to staff, but ignored the fact that he was also named in it for allegedly failing to sanction Afro Siabi for allegedly sexually harassing female coworkers. Brack also hosted a BlizzCon developer panel in 2010 alongside Afra Siabi and others in which Afra Siabi made sexist remarks to a fan in the audience who questioned the Victoria's Secret catalog appearance of World of Warcraft female characters. Did you guys see that clip? Oh, I did. It was hard to watch. I will send it to you guys after this podcast so you can see it. The, the, the short version is a fan came forward and she said, I really love what you've done with the um, you know female characters from World of Warcraft, but... Uh, is there any chance that they can stop looking like they came, like their outfits came straight out of a Victoria's Secret catalog? And the panel of men 
uh, ended up making fun of her and laughed her off and said things like, what catalog would you like them to come out of? And would you like to see sexy Torin cow women in another catalog? And you wouldn't see them in this Victoria's Secret catalog. And they laughed her off and it was really, really difficult to watch because like you could just see her face just defeated at the end of this and she got booed and it was just a really horrible situation. Those are the same people um, who were, you know, fighting this lawsuit currently. Uh, when the news first broke of the lawsuit, Activision Blizzard issued a statement largely denying regulators farming of the allegations as distorted and in many cases false descriptions of Blizzard's past, which we've already talked about saying that we know that this is um, not true. Uh, Joshua Mosquiera, one of the ex-Blizzard employees, uh, uh, developers pictured in the Cosby suite, wrote in a medium post today that he was unaware of Cosby's history at the time. So, like... Okay, sure. It's just because it looks old and we don't know what this means. Whether you were unaware or not, it's very easy to read those text messages in that, that uh, group chat and know exactly what this Cosby suite situation is about. Um, I'm going to ask you guys a few questions on this and then we're going to move on to some other stuff. Um, and then you can, you know, if there's anything else that you want to add to this, you feel free to. There's one more thing I do have to mention though, which <laughs> I just thought was hilarious. Uh, Activision Blizzard has hired a union busting firm. Whoops, hold on, my computer. There we go. Uh, Activision Blizzard hires union busting firm as workers start to come together. This is from Kotaku.com. Uh, Will, Wilmer Hale will review Activision Blizzard HR policies in a public statement addressed to employees earlier this week. Activision Blizzard CEO Bobby Kotick said that the company was reviewing policies and procedures to help promote a more respectful and inclusive workplace. To help accomplish that, the company has retained the services of prestigious law firm Wilmer Hale, which is the same law firm helping Amazon keep its workers from unionizing. Considering ongoing effects to unionize game workers, the partnership is a little concerning. In an industry that constant, that's constantly under fire for discriminatory practices, sexual harassment, grueling crunch conditions, and frequent mass layoffs, unionizing is a hot button issue. As the state of California's lawsuit against Activision Blizzard demonstrates, video game companies have well-earned reputation for creating work environments that are at best uncomfortable and at worst downright hostile. That's exactly why the game workers unionization movement have been gaining traction over the past several years. I'm not gonna read the rest of this, but Gabe, since you're here and you're always talking about us needing to unionize, how do you feel about Blizzard hiring the same company that's keeping Amazon employees from unionizing to also work with them to stop their employees from unionizing after they're seeing this walkout and all this stuff that's going on? Um, so uh, for, I'm gonna, my opening statement is gonna be very simple. You've been taught for a majority of life, especially if you grew up in the US, that unions are bad. To put it simply, a union basically is what you think HR was supposed to do. Unions keep you, for the most part, very safe because it's literally their job to protect the worker. I'm going to use the past, the, the, the past uh, pandemic as an example. Well, not the past because we're still in it and it's ramping up again. Um, my airline decided, you know, let's keep on flying empty planes but to save money, let's get rid of people. And what that worked with a lot of other airlines, JetBlue, uh, United, Delta, there is one where I know about, they don't have unions. So their um, top heads were able to be like, hey, let go of this many people and never bring them back. Our union said, fuck you, fuck no, we have a contract. And we've read over this contract numerous times and there is a section of the contract that does not let you fire everybody just to save money. 
you the most you can do is furlough them while giving while keeping them with their benefits. So for the people that were furloughed, they weren't getting paid and whatnot, but they were still able to get, you know, plane tickets for free and all that stuff. We still had we still had healthcare. I think they still had healthcare, but the ones who were furloughed didn't have the full coverage. So unions are not the bad guys. And you will hear over and over again that unions are bad. Unions are going to cost you more. You know how much I pay a month for my union? $10. And that's a month. That's not a paycheck. That's not, you know, every week it's a month. $10 out of my paycheck. It went up a little bit because my, uh, my union merged with another union to work with American Airlines. Damn, I was trying not to say who I work for this entire time. Um, <laughs> whoops. Um, they merged together. So it went up by, I think, like $2, $2, $3. Unions are not a bad thing. Unions are going to be protecting you in, the be- in, in your best interest. One, because it's their job. And then two, because that way, you know, you gain more trust. And that helped, believe it or not, I don't know, you know, people like, not people, but like places like Amazon and now the gaming industry, they like to believe that, you know, when you don't have a close knit workforce and you have all these problems, you're obviously going to be more successful. No, it's, there's, there's a very blatant reason why a lot of these companies do not want you to unionize because unions are good. And I'm, it's the simplest explanation I can give you. Unions fight for the people. They're basically, you grew up thinking, you know, human resources where I need to go when I have problems, when I have, you know, you know, like my boss is being a dickhead to me or this person grabbed my ass. No, because let's like I said earlier, human resources, they work for the company and not for you. A union works for you and just for you. That's literally what they're for. You get the work. It's the employees I get a say and who, you know, who leads the union. They have a vote every. Well, for as far as I know, we have a vote every two years for the union head. So that's constantly changing. And it's not it's not like one of those things where it's like only the old guys in the company get to be up there. When I started my company, the guy who was the union head in my uh, original station had only been with the company for four years. But then the guy that came after him had been with the company for 20 years. So it's not, you know, it's it, it's not going to be a hard fight if you want to get your say out there. And a lot of the things, you know, other other good things that my union does is we have we have a we have monthly town halls and this is where at a specific time and they tell you the time they give you they shoot you newsletter uh, newsletters in your emails your company emails when the time gets closer it's like hey we're having a the union hall town hall this day at this time it's going to be held here it's also going to be on i think they have a, a, a it's not youtube um it's, it's online. We have a union site. It's like, it's going to be here. We're going to have both the audio, just an audio live stream. We're also going to have a video uh, live stream with a live chat so we can get your questions. So again, the union is made to fight for you. It's their literal job. And the reason a lot of, you know, a big reason, especially my generation is growing up thinking like, oh, you know, unions are bad is because they don't want you to have that much power in your own workforce. A union is going to grab everybody together and it's going to be made up of people who actually work there, who, you know, they started at the bottom or they may have came from a different station in their experience. And they know what they're talking about, not talking about, know what they're dealing about. And unions, another big thing about unions is 
they have, you know, the contracts. You've heard me say this a couple of times. There's contracts, ever-evolving contracts that are worked upon by very specific people in the union and with the company themselves to come to agreements so certain things can't be done. And if you feel, and, you know, your union members will tell you, they'll tell you like, hey, here's the union book. Usually it's a very slimmed down version of the original contract, but you get the idea and it tells you if you want to see more of what's in this clause on the contract, this is where you can find it. And we, uh, I don't have, it's inside my closet right now, but they give you every year, they give you a, the book of the contract and it's not, it's not this big. It's, it's uh, audio listeners can't see that. Uh, well, sorry. I just held up a regular degular. I can't believe I said that. I, that's that's like one of my saying, but I don't say it in person. I never like to say it like when I'm whatever. I'm holding a very thin notebook. Um, and right now it's not thin. What the fuck? Yeah, no, I is, thought it looked pretty thin. Uh, and now I'm holding up a Wii U. It's not this <laughs> thick either. It oh is God. significantly thicker <laughs> than this. And that's because that there's so many. Desk? There's so. Oh, yeah, I have it under my desk. Wii U for comparison. Because I have it under my desk. Because I, I was getting ready to no connect book. my Wii U. To Nobody my, uh, can use laptop. that as a comparison. Nobody has. Oh my God, no one has one. Hey, well, just look up. Just look up a Wii U when you get the chance, or if you so have. A, I am. I am just what? gonna say that uh, I think it's very telling that all the marginalized people who are affected by this would like to unionize and all the uh, upper heads are like, don't do it. It's not good for you. We're going to stop that. I mean, like, once you see who's trying to stop you from doing something, yeah. it's very clear what that intention is. I feel I like know, it's there's pretty... Plenty, there's plenty of people that work at Amazon. I've seen the Twitter accounts. Definitely not bots. <laughs> you mean like They're at so Sarah875213? I work at Amazon and I'm very happy. I'm so I haven't had fun. to piss in a bottle yet. <laughs> oh, well, look, I'm there totally are four, wrong. five, nine, four, six, one. She like really likes working. At <laughs> she loves her Amazon job. She, she says never no to the union. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, you know, there it is. That's all you really need to know. Thank you for that explanation, Gabe, though, uh, for any listener who doesn't know why you should unionize message gabe at fail underscore guru on twitter nope, nope, and he nope. will that's, tell you that's my youtube channel you <laughs> that's that's the wrong way okay well go to his you youtube channel me. and under every video message like hey help me create a union and he I mean, will that's help gonna you give me, and that's, it works for give, him too yep. because he gets the views in the comments you that's get help making right a union there. everybody's happy you're welcome gabe Thank is HP you. critical comments, union? Are we starting latest... a union right now? Okay, so like, <laughs> in, anyway. in, in defense, hold on. In defense, anyway, of HP critical. Let's not even talk about HP critical. We're not going to talk about HP critical. Oh. We're not going to talk about HP critical. Even if it's positive, just know we're having a great time here. Okay, that's all you need to know. Anyway, <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds so misleading, though. It's like you're trying to shut us up from talking good about it. He's union <laughs> busting right like, now. Oh my gosh, they're going to put oh, me on blast no. right now. Just shut them the hell up. <laughs> We're all happy here, though. We're all happy here, though. We're all happy here. We're all happy here. Yeah, sorry. Keep We're all happy. We're all happy. Don't blink twice if you're not happy. Um, no, I was just gonna say our upper management is, you know, made up of actual humans and not money grabbers. So there we go. Because I'm broke. So 
I know what it's like to also be broke. I'm not grabbing money. I don't even have money. Look at this. I'm doing this and I owe, whoa, I owe these guys money, but don't tell them. I literally uh, pay money to be here. She pays, I also <laughs> pay money. So here we are. Um, All right, guys, weekly weekly fee for podcast recording. Let's go. Which bring reminds it out, bring it out. me, thank you, Kelly. For, that reminds me, any Patreon members who are listening, I know that I owe you some June stuff and I know I owe you some July stuff, but we're still having printer issues, but it's coming. And it's going to be handmade shit, so you better appreciate it. And I know that if you're a Patreon member, you do appreciate it. And if you're not a Patreon member, you can go to patreon.com slash hpcritical and become one to help these people get paid for this podcast. What? I thought you were really going to say, go, say go to hell. Oh, my God. And if you're not a Patreon member, you can go fuck yourself. I thought you were going to say go to no. hell. So. What? Oh I am not that mean. Oh, my God. I'm begging people for money. I'm not going to say go to hell. Oh my God. If you are a Patreon member, thank you. We appreciate you. That money is going to paying people for writing stuff, uh, which is always awesome. It's not going to pay hey, these Dr- guys. They're they're, they're going to get paid eventually. Yes. Hey, hey Drill, what, what, one other thing about our Patreon. You can is, also. Mm-hmm. If people support us on Patreon, couldn't they end up being on this podcast as well? That I completely forgot. Yes, we've had Patreon members on this podcast. And if you want to talk to any of us on the podcast, um, and, you know, we, we have a little bit of reach. So you can come on if you're a Patreon member. You can definitely be a part of this. Also, if you have Twitch Prime, head over to uh, twitch.tv slash hpcritical and sign up for that Prime sub. Give us some subs because that also helps me pay people. Um, and now that I'm talking about paying people, I got to pay these guys eventually. So you guys just remind me. I got some money for y'all just sitting in the in the podcast Hell yeah. space. You know, I just haven't cashed it out. But thank you all for listening. Thanks for listening to the ads because you're going to give each of these people $5. <laughs> Hell kidding. yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Anyway, so. I want my, my frappuccino, Jarrell. I will. I, I am not. Buy yo, my Starbucks oh my god! Bucks. Oh my god! This literally makes so much sense. Remember when Blizzard was like, "We're gonna pay you in like Blizzard money." They just like oh. here's gift cards in Blizzard. God, they're oh, so no. bad. They're no. literally so oh. bad. They're literally so bad. I literally forgot about that story. I don't even remember the rest oh, of it. I just remember that they were oh. getting, they paying them and like. Off. And they oh yes. Gave people off and yes. gave them like like here's 200 <laughs> blizzard bucks don't spit them all in one place can't even use them now though because world CEO of warcraft is in a... and the ceo got paid a shit ton more and now look at them Robin. <clears throat> Now, now look at them. So anyway, that was a huge tangent. Go support HP Critical, guys. Uh, anyway, the, the last thing I do want to talk about this is I have some questions for you guys. Uh, I think there's only two questions here. And just give me, you know, your honest opinions. None of you are bad people. I accept everything that you have to say, unless it's bad, in which case I'll cut it out. Um, just kidding. I'd never silence you guys. Um, no, you so, just let the listeners get on us. I would not. I'll delete their comments. So will the Warcraft players call for removal of... Um, the references of Blizzard's ex-employees named in the harassment lawsuit. So uh, there are a couple of characters like, um, uh, there's a, an NPC in World of Warcraft named Marshall Afrasiabi after the guy who's named in the lawsuit. Um, there are you know multiple NPC characters throughout World of Warcraft that are named after some Blizzard employees, some ex-Blizzard employees. And um, I believe, don't quote me on this people, but I believe, uh, in Overwatch, McCree is also named after someone uh, 
at Blizzard, whose name is McCree, who helped uh, design the character. And he too was a part of the Cosby um, group chat. I believe he's also in the picture. Don't call me on that. I believe it. I might be wrong. Uh, but yeah, so people have been calling for the change of the name for McCree in Overwatch, and they've been calling for the removal and the change of names of these NPCs in uh, World of Warcraft. How do you guys feel about that? No, honestly, I don't think they should remove them. I think that they should just make them be part of like a mission where they have to like die every time in like some horrible fashion. <laughs> like the NPC, uh, like in World of Warcraft, you descended on a mission where like, you know, you like have to tie bricks to his legs and like throw him over a ship Gosh. or something. Or he gets like ripped apart by like Ow. the undead in World <laughs> of Warcraft or something. Like I, I think it make it fun, you know, like public humiliation style. I think we should totally bring that back um what do you do about McCree? I don't that's a hard one because in overwatch you can't really do it unless you just like have all the characters talk shit about him and like all record that or like put him put him in like an outfit where everything is covered or so i don't know i'm trying to think of something like easy it's just be like hey mccree was my code name that reaper gave me and we all know reaper is a piece of shit oh yeah Rick so, you, want, so you would say rename him them. yeah yeah we could, rena you McCree, could McCree, rename that one yeah because mccree i mean one overwatch is there is no campaign there is no you know that's what overwatch 2 was gonna be but i'll never know because i'm not playing it yeah yeah um hey maybe they'll uh, just fire everyone that's bad and they'll only hire women and then in which case play. i will play the fuck out of it please do that <laughs> I wish they would, honestly. Uh, I said this last week. I was like, look, all these dudes that are making all these women work on this game and like y'all are talking shit about women, but women are making Call of Duty and making World of Warcraft while the men sit around and play Call of Duty and drink fucking beer. Like you need to be out here thanking these women for making this shit. And they should just be in charge of making the games. Like, fuck it. Give it to women. God, let, let them make the fucking games. They're better at it than the dudes. They've been doing nothing anyway, but sexually harassing everybody. Disgusting fucking creeps. I don't like. What were you saying, Gabe? I don't remember. <laughs> I was saying nothing. Okay, well. <laughs> In conclusion, fuck McCree. Uh, yeah. So actually, Brandon, do you think that they should change the NPC names? Do you think this is like? What do you think? Yeah, they should. They should. The I mean, yeah. In World of Warcraft's case, I feel it's a significant. It's pretty easy to just like switch their names. I I don't think it would affect too much if that happened. But but I agree with Kelly that with with McCree, it's a lot tougher. But yeah, like that was idea of just McCree being a code name. Just 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 I mean, again, Overwatch. You know, until two was not going to have any kind of campaign. It was just kind of like these shorts and whatever connecting them together. Well, it's, can I say that there is a story in Overwatch? Oh yeah, like, there, there is, a story. is a story there. Sure, there is, but it's, yeah, but it just you wasn't. Like, yeah, you can't like make a story for an existing character from launch and all of a sudden have them die because then you lose a character in the rotation. It's like, well, yeah, I don't know. I don't even play Overwatch that much. I hate that game, so I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah, I don't really. Yeah, remember don't Overwatch know tournament? Wait, isn't he just? It's hard. Yeah, he's that guy. Yeah. yeah. Actually, See, yeah. Some wanna... people have. Some people have suggested to rename him after uh, Matthew Mercer, the voice actor. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, that guy's voice is music. I'm just trying to think Freaking of like honey. a way to keep it similar to McCree, but like embarrassing, you know? Like... <laughs> name him Mercer. McCree the yeah, villain. Just that. Yeah, yeah, just something really My real stupid. My real name was Mercer the whole time. Oh. Yeah, just and then he's just Mercer. People just will love Ma that. McCry. McCry. <laughs> 
McCry. McCry, yes, the opposite of a happy meal. Uh, so it's high noon. <laughs> Okay. Yes. It's raining. It's raining at noon. It's if that was exactly years. what he said, I would break my game disc in half. Okay. Well, uh, so there was a, a tweet I saw recently um, that said essentially that uh, it's been seeing a lot of people saying to boycott Blizzard games, but uh, not buying and not playing their games isn't going to do anything, uh, and that changes happen at the top. Um, and so basically not doing that is not going to happen, like not going to really have an effect. And I've also seen people saying, you know, during the protest, make sure that you don't log into these games, make sure that you're not playing, you know, any Blizzard or Activision titles. Um, how do you guys feel about that? So I saw a lot of streamers because I'm in a lot of discords. I'm in a discord for um, actually the women of Warcraft uh, discord I'm in there so they all pretty much stood by the fact that they did not log into the game uh, during mm -hmm. that time and a lot of them are finding other things to play so I think that World of Warcraft has a huge market of content creators which they're not responsible for what's going on at Activision Blizzard let's just put that out there and a lot of the employees don't deserve to be getting death threats or whatever just because they work at Activision Blizzard like let's just go ahead and say that the content creators that like some people like they play world of warcraft as their job like they still have to make money they still have to survive so i don't think that i really necessarily blame people that are still playing it but i do think a lot of content creators are like you know what fuck this fuck call of duty we're not doing it anymore and that will make an impact and I think that a lot of them standing kind of in solidarity, especially for the walkout, I saw a lot of them were not just do not stream or log into World of Warcraft or Call of Duty or whatever that day. A lot of them were doing it. And I was like, wow, like to see people whose job is literally to stream and play World of Warcraft, not log in. Like I was really impressed with like people doing that. And some of them were like really upset that other streamers had logged in and had played you know, which obviously there's people that want to capitalize, like, oh, a bunch of con content creators aren't playing WoW today. Playing, Perfect. Yeah. I'm going to jump in. Um, so I, I think like capitalizing on that while possibly financially smart, not, you know, don't cross the picket line. That's yeah. like the whole thing. Never cross the yeah. picket line. And so like, I didn't realize like people were taking it so seriously. Like I saw a lot of people like not streaming World of Warcraft or like logging in. And I was like, this is kind of cool. Like I've never seen people really band together, which it wasn't everyone. I don't know if they saw a dip in amount of players, which to be honest, they've been seeing a dip for a while anyways. Yeah. Like World of Warcraft is at like an all-time low because update your fucking graphics. I mean, like, are your guys too busy sexually harassing people to like update anything? Okay, let's <laughs> be real. Um, Toontown. Um, so I just Man. like <laughs> I <laughs> Yeah, no, I really just, I, I thought it was really cool that a lot of content creators are like kind of standing with Activision Blizzard employees, but it is a lot of people's jobs. Like 9,500 people work at Activision Blizzard. If you stop playing their games, like what about, you know, how many people are really at fault here? Let's say like at a high number, who's doing sexually harassing, sexual harassment, a hundred employees. Like there's 9,500 people that work there. Like I feel like they still deserve to get paid for their work and like have a job. Um, you know, what? that is rough, right? Because a hundred out of 9,500, a hundred people is enough to allow that to spread. 
Do you know what I mean? Like, but this like, is... it's not a hundred people. Like, do you think? It's no, 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 no. I don't no. know. I, I mean, I'm just I don't saying know. that as a round number. Okay. Yeah, uh, but even even still, uh, out of those ninety five hundred, out of let's say there's twenty people, right, doing the sexual harassment, how many people in that office are also letting it happen and not stopping it, right? Because and I'm but not that saying that would be like kind of included in the hundred, you know? Do Do you think Maybe. so? Because oh. essentially, if know. I'm at Blizzard and I'm working at my desk and I see some bullshit happening and I'm like, I hope she goes to HR because that's trash. And I keep working at my desk. Am I a part of this now? Maybe, but what about the people that work there that are getting harassed? No, I mean, I'm, they I'm still not on a job, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, I'm sorry. Okay. So to clarify, what I mean is that when there's, even if there is only a handful of people, what I'm saying is it will end up affecting everyone. Right. So I'm actually agreeing with you. So like all the people who are being harassed, all the people who are not a part of this are now going to be affected by the decision and the actions of a small group of people. And unfortunately, that is probably going to affect their lives even in some manner. Um, so so I, I, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying if we look at the bigger picture, I don't even think it's OK to have a small number of people because that involves so many people. Right. Like even if it's five people that are doing this right when one of them is your hr representative and one of them is the fucking ceo it doesn't matter because that pervades through like the entire company at some point and then it becomes something this big but sorry continue. Yeah. no you're right i it does per it does start to permeate the culture completely but i just i don't know i was really proud of like content creators for not streaming yeah. it and a lot of them are moving on to variety games fine but like there's still like 9,400 employees that are just working there that need a job. I don't know. Yeah. It's one of those things where like, they're a huge employer. You don't want to give them your money. I mean, play the free trial up to, you know, level 20, I guess don't pay, but like, what are you supposed to do? Like, it's kind of difficult. Like I canceled my subscription a while ago because I just wasn't enjoying myself. And now I'm kind of glad that I did, but like, I kind of want to support the other people at the company. Like, I don't want Activision Blizzard to just go under completely and 9,400 people lose their jobs. Like, I just, I don't know. It's a really like weird decision where boycotting it is like helpful until this lawsuit's over and they get rid of the bad seeds or whatever. But like, then who's going to work there? More bad seeds? Like, it's, it's Call of Duty and World of Warcraft. Like the people that play it are toxic. The people that make it possibly toxic. We're definitely seeing it. I don't, I don't know what the right answer is. Like, I feel bad for people that work there that didn't do anything. But at the same time, like, I kind of want people to boycott it. Like, I'm kind of torn here. Yeah, I mean, this goes back to what we were talking about earlier, right? Like, people are still getting hired there. This is where they want to work. This is what they want to yeah. do. And it's also, you know, like it's I mentioned before, for, people yeah. who move across country, like, to work at Blizzard, and they can't afford to lose their livelihood by, you know, being a part of this. But then there's also, you know, you got to decide. It's not for us to decide, right? It's for them to decide what they want to do. Like, right. If I moved cross country to work at Blizzard and I know that this is happening, I'd probably start putting me personally, I'd probably start putting in applications and be like, hey mom, I'm coming back because this company's trash. Right? Like, but that's just me. And I, I'm not gonna fault anyone for staying there because that's a personal decision. If you're okay with working in that um, environment uh, because of whatever reason, that's you know something that you have to contend with. And as for I think as for content creators, you know, there was, I saw a tweet by someone who um, 
God, what was it? I think there was a, a disabled autistic person who said that they're going to continue to play World of Warcraft because it's a part of a schedule and this is what they need, right? And they don't want anyone to condemn them for continuing to play the game. And I think that is totally fair. Kelly, you brought up a point that I was going to bring up anyway, which is that I, I'm not going to blame anyone for continuing to, you know, play Overwatch during this moment. You know, funny story. I logged onto my PS5 and I was going to play Final Fantasy XIV. Welcome all the new players because a lot of them are coming from World of Warcraft and seeing how awesome Final Fantasy XIV is. So welcome, guys. It's awesome to see you. Um, I'm on the ferry server if anybody wants to come hang out. Uh, anyway, um, so a lot of people were, we, we talked about the protests and how a lot of them were, I think we talked about the protests last week, right? Um, that was held in World of Warcraft, the in-game protest, and a lot of them yeah. were moving over to Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah. Uh, yes. So um, I think content creators, you know, they have to do and live with their decision in the same way that an employee would have to, right? I logged on to my PS5. I'm thinking none of my friends are going to be playing Overwatch. I was wrong. Right? Like I saw some people or at least one person I saw, you know, playing Overwatch who was familiar with the situation at hand. And I was like, that is a decision that you made. You decided to pop up and play this game in the middle of this Blizzard lawsuit. And I might side eye you, but that's your decision, right? Like I can't, I, I'm, I, you do you is my final statement on this, right? I, I hope, I hope that, you know, and, and also this is a huge thing, right? Call of Duty's not gonna stop, let's be serious. Call of Duty's not gonna stop, right? There are so many people that are okay with what happened in the company. There are so many people that don't give a shit about what happened outside of the company because they feel the same way. Like they're gonna go harass some woman and then get on the line with their their white bro dude happiness and you know talk about how they sexually harass some woman at work and they'll be like yeah I, I learned from blizzard right like that's gonna happen overwatch is gonna continue to be racist and misogynistic and sexist right like even if a lot of good people stop playing i don't think it's going to in the long run affect people on a grand scale like activision blizzard is too big they own too many subsidiaries right like we gabe and i were talking about how they own king the the company which makes what the fuck do they make candy crush candy crush right like all the old moms don't give a shit they're gonna still play candy crush on their phones because they don't know what's happening um you know people are gonna diablo 4 is gonna come out and people are gonna forget about this or they're gonna move on from this right and they're gonna continue like this is not the the, kelly's gonna play diablo 4 like this is not the end of activision blizzard by any means is what i'm trying to say so i do think that the right thing to do is to stand in solidarity and sometimes it's okay to take a pay cut for what's right some people end up doing more than taking a pay cut for what's right right like the worst thing that's happened so far is that someone lost their life over this like this is serious so i think that you know it's respectable to stop playing for a period of time until things are fixed right you don't Mm -hmm. have to but i would hope that you would um because even if it doesn't personally affect you you know anyone in games journalism in the gaming industry in any way uh, that includes anyone playing video games at home should be able to realize that this is just not okay you know you can play spyro and crash and tony hawk's pro skater and sekiro in a year right when things are better you're not gonna die if you don't play it right now someone did though like you know so i I, i'm done 
I will uh, ask Brandon and Gabe the same question. How do you guys feel about, um, fuck, what was the question? How do you guys feel about um, people? <laughs> um, uh, so uh, my question was that, that I, I saw a lot of people on Twitter saying that they've seen people um, continue to play uh, uh, World of Warcraft and Call of Duty and Activision Blizzard games, and they feel like nothing is going to change if you stop playing them. Um, and then there are other people that are saying, you know, they're going to continue to play for their routine or for whatever reason. Uh, essentially, my question is, do you think that uh, a, enough people not playing this game is going to change anything? Because some people have said that nothing's going to change just because people stop playing. Um, and, you know, Kelly and I just had this wonderful conversation about it. And to to agree with Kelly a little bit, I, I, I want to mention that Activision Blizzard is so huge. So, of course, like, really prominent players when they're not playing it's it's really awesome to see like it, it was it's really cool to log on to twitch and see these games not doing as well as they usually do and i think because their games are so big for streamers that um it makes a big difference right like th the audiences that people have when playing world of warcraft and uh uh, uh overwatch go into the thousands so uh, it's because they're such a big studio, it makes such a huge statement. Um, but yeah, Gabe, Brandon, anything? Um, yeah, I think it does make a big difference when a lot of these big content creators are like, we're going to stay in solidarity and not do anything. Um, if I remember correctly, another part of the question was like, you know, do you agree with people saying, you know, it doesn't, you know, play the game because if you don't, then you're still affecting the developers because, you know, they're not getting paid or something for the game something along the lines anyway what i was gonna say was what made that decision easy for me was that i saw a tweet from blizzard employees saying you know we're asking that when we walk out for this day you don't log into the game i'm like that's easy for me then if an employee at blizzard is telling you not to log into the game to stand with them solidarity then i'm not going to log into that game now you know whether it goes on you know for another couple of days they're not asking for that anymore uh, to not ask me to log in, you know, it was just for that one day. And, you know, that's like you were saying, that's up to you and entirely your decision. But I feel like the moment I read the tweet of the Blizzard employee saying, I asked, don't log in for this day. That made it very easy for me for the next couple of days, weeks, months, whatever, how long this lawsuit takes not to log into those games. Because clearly, you know, they want us to be there with them. And if that's the only way I can show it, aside from donating, to um, the other uh, places that they've been, you know, circulating through the internet, then I will be more than happy to do that. Because, um, you know, it's like you were saying, I could live without Call of Duty and as much as I hate it, Overwatch, you know, for more than a couple of days, more a couple of months, I have no problem not logging into that game if the employees would rather prefer I don't. So. so what would you say to someone who's makes their livelihood off of, you know, World of Warcraft or Overwatch? Or what would you say to someone who says to you, okay, that's one employee. What about the employee who still works there, who, you know, doesn't want to be a part of this and who still wants you to lock in? To the first part of that question, to somebody who makes a livelihood out of that, I, again, I'm a little harsh when it comes. Give me one second. No problem. I'll, I'll pass. I'll, I'll take it for a second while he while he goes um, to answer the question about like um, you know how do I feel about those that are still uh, playing and like who make money about it. It goes back to something I said earlier in regards to the situation where 
if it's your livelihood, like it's legitimately your livelihood, it's a lot harder to be asked to like walk away from the situation as opposed to try to improve it. I think if you're someone that streams um, World of Warcraft or other such Activision Blizzard games, I think if you're going, like, I think the responsible thing to do is if you're going to continue to stream because it is your livelihood is to be more vocal than, than maybe even the average person about it, about how actively you want to see that change. And certainly there's going to be a lot of people who are going to be calling you hypocrite to your face. So if you try to do that, but if you have to do you, what you have to do to make money and you still have to try to work to, to make that change is what I personally feel would be the middle ground to go there. You know, even if people don't believe you or if you, as long as you know, you're doing the right thing as best as you can and also supporting your livelihood so you can eat you know, you, people got to do what they got to do. And now I think it's possible to do both. I really do think it is possible to continue to feed yourself and, you know, try to do the right thing behind, you know, humanity. God, you just made me feel like such a so, hater. Nope. I disagree with everything that was just said. I, I do too. Strongly <laughs> believe, I strongly believe, one, if you're a big content creator that, you know, their main focus was World of Warcraft, whatever, mm-hmm. I feel like you already have the skills and the following to jump into another MMO. I think you you already have the following to jump into Final Fantasy. They might not like it, and that's that's always going to be a thing of, I followed you because of World of Warcraft, and now that I see you're watching, uh, you're playing uh, Elder Scrolls Online or Final Fantasy, or there goes my brain fart again, because I really can't think of that many MMOs, so I'm going to move past that. That's going to happen, obviously, but like, if, you know, I, again, you already have that large following. You have already that skill set of being able to create content from a specific game genre yeah it's going to present its challenges you're you know you might have to work a little bit harder than you were when you were doing uh world of warcraft but a lot of content creators started you know pushing really hard in the beginning and yeah it sucks you got to do a little bit more work to either gain a whole new following and get your current following to go into the game that you're moving into but I, I, I think that whole thing of if you're a content creator and this is your livelihood, that's kind of a crutch. And it sounds very mean and very harsh, but I feel like it's kind of a crutch. But if you're a content creator, you're a content creator. It's you, you've you developed the skills to do this type of stuff with different games. And again, it might be a little hard to move to a different game. A lot of MMOs are different from each other. Like me and Jarell, when Jarell talks about Final Fantasy 14, I'm like, that's what not, the fuck? That's not to this. Just what? keep going. Do I? I thought you were no, going to talk about Final Fantasy No, 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 no. I wasn't because okay. I was going to say, when you talk about Final, Final Fantasy fourteen, I'm like, what the heck is that? What's that mechanism? When I talk about Elder Scrolls, I guarantee you this time when Joe's looking at his phone, like, what is this man talking about? Okay. So, Fair. yeah, there's differences. There's, so, yeah, I wasn't going to try to talk to you. We do that off podcast. Okay. It's sometimes on. No. Sometimes on. Yeah, sometimes on. But, yeah, I, I, I just feel like even though, you know, MMOs are very different from each other. They, you know, there's a very basic formula to go along with if you're going to create, continue creating content. And, you know, the, just try it out. You never know. I lost my train of thought. Um, so I, I, I too disagree with you, Brandon. I think that sometimes, even if it is your livelihood, you have to decide what's worth, you know, what's worth fighting for. And sometimes that means take taking a sorry for the cat foot that sometimes means taking you know a pay cut uh 
taken some money out because you are going to take some time off from Overwatch, right? Like, I think mm-hmm. those things happen. And I think, it, I think sometimes you have to make those types of decisions. Uh, but I do think that sometimes also it can work out, right? So like, if you're streaming World of Warcraft, um, maybe you're streaming the protests, right? Like maybe you're streaming uh, people going against Blizzard because, you know, this is your livelihood and it is a part of what you want to do. So maybe you're streaming for a good cause. And that I think ties into what you were saying about um, uh, 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 whatever, you know what I mean. Uh, I got my idea. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Just also to reiterate, to go back to my point, there's obviously cases like, you know, the person we mentioned earlier that tweet it out you know they have a mental disability and playing world of warcraft is part of their schedule that helps them with that that's understandable i'm not you know i'm i wasn't directed towards people with similar um you know similar situations i'm not telling you to go fuck your mental disability and find another way to deal with it just wanted to make that clear i will say though god this already sounds like i'm gonna say something bad i'm not i will say that if your coping mechanism is i'm just saying if your coping mechanism is costing you 15 dollars a month try to get into something that might be a little cheaper that's all i'm gonna say you probably have the money but it would be nice to save i don't think you know whatever works for you works for you but you know if you're trying to find a new coping mechanism i would say try not an mmo because you don't want to pay 15 dollars a month to cope That's stressful. there's That's- actually quite a few i looked up because like i kind of liked wow for a while so i looked up like games like world of warcraft and there's like a whole list um i don't think from a content creation standpoint you're going to be as popular playing mm-hmm. like a game like there's one called rift it looks very similar to world of warcraft uh, like yeah I've seen rift. you're not really gonna be getting the you know the people but um honestly is final fantasy 14 crossplay yes, yes. and you okay, should I'm play buy- because it i'm is buying free. it right now so are you serious oh my god yeah you can totally just play for free up to like the first th- two expansions up to level 30 Wait, how much yeah is don't it- don't don't buy it through steam why because having the actual thing downloaded is i've heard is a lot better in terms of yeah like, trying to go through steam. and whatnot um i i'm doing like the base version for 12.99 a month so it's actually cheaper than world of warcraft and it looks better and everyone's really nice and you can come play with me and play but also you can just play for free right now just download the, the fucking free trial if, excuse me the flipping free trial. and if you want to completely free completely free MMORPG download Elder Scrolls Online. But if you want to stream like cool people, download Final Fantasy 14. 100%. I can't tell you no tea, no shade. I can't tell you how many times I've gone on Twitch and put in Elder Scrolls Online and like I'll get maybe at most 10, you know, 10 streamers and I'll look at Final Fantasy, it'll be like, oh, more games like Elder Scrolls Online. Final Fantasy 14, it'll be like 30 streamers with over 100 viewers. I was like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, it's a really great story. So I'm I'm actually that. really, really cute. Kelly, if you look in general chat, I just posted my new outfit. It's fucking adorable. Freaking adorable. I went back to a cat boy. Um, anyway, totally. You to general chat? I know. <laughs> uh, anyway, moving on, because I'm not going to continue that. Let's talk about some gaming news for the week.